plus minus. Curry, way Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit there. <laughs> Plus minus. Tell Marcus that he asked you know, that question about my defense. Do you hear that, Marcus? Anthony, you know me well, buddy. Y'all have a great night. I think you got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history. Welcome to the first Warriors plus minus in a long time after a win. It's been a while. I don't even know when the last worst plus minus after a win was, but hasn't been many all 82s after yep, wins either. Yeah. Hasn't been many anything after wins because the I'm Warriors finally got a win. The six game losing streak is dead. Houston, as they did last year, delivered again as the streak breaker. Last year, they were struggling on the road, went to Houston and got a win. Was that the same game as the Kevin Porter Jr.? Steph thing, remember when he was like flexing on Steph and then Steph went off on him? No, I think that was actually the season before. I think that was two seasons ago. <laughs> um, that was actually on November 20th of last year. This has happened on November 20th, too. Do you guys remember what else happened that game? Uh, it's too long ago now. I don't so, remember. I'm two so, years old. So, yeah. so, Clay Thompson entering that game, I'm going to write about this tonight, uh, was shooting 35% heading into the game on November 20th last year, worse than he's been shooting this year. Field. 35% from the field. Yeah. I mean, remember this is in the mixed of uh, the the blow up in Phoenix where they had to have the team meeting about like his shot selection yeah, and everything. Four rings. Yeah, the four rings, the ejection, all that. Uh, he was shooting 35% heading into that game and like 31% from three. And he hit 11 threes in that game. He scored 41 points. He didn't necessarily do that tonight, but if you look but back. But he tried. But yes, he did. <laughs> but if you look back on November 20th last year, that was the moment his season turned around. I'm not ready to say the, his season just turned around, but it was his best game. Obviously, scores 20 for the first time. His first quarter was mostly good, although I thought Kerr was interesting on it post game. So, I don't know. Just a little symmetry. Both happened on November 20th, both against the Rockets, who we love shooting against. Curry was all over that, except for not the date. You had the date down. When Curry brought up the Rockets. Yeah, Curry brought up the Rockets. What's he bringing up the Rockets for? This is my question. You could tell I didn't under, quite understand. And then I, then I figured it out. It was a, the road losing streak last year. The Rockets are good for them. You know why? Because they don't play the same kind of defense as Minnesota. I, unbelievable. Minnesota now is one of the best defensive teams. They just are. And Oklahoma City is a very – certainly for the Warriors is a tough defensive team. Like, yeah, there was a difference. Like, they got shots. They had space. And Clay utilized it. And I think we have to say, I mean, early on, Chris Paul – just worked it. He figured out the game. He broke it down. He let Steph and Clay run off of screens. He kind of instructed where they should go. As Steph mentioned the four-point play, which I thought was the biggest play. I mean, other than being four points, it was huge because they were kind of giving away the lead at that point in the second quarter. Yeah. And Steph hits that three-pointer, three-play coming off the flare screen on the, in the wing, gets fouled, and that kind of just steady. on the ground, points to... Did you, the best okay, part. Yeah, I mean, sorry, yeah, the yeah. best part is so Steph lands. The, you know, right before he does his four point celebration, which he he, he has to do. Right, he'll never not do that. Uh, he does point at Paul. And he, Paul. Once he points at Paul, Paul immediately turns around, points at the bench. I don't know if you guys saw that well, part. See that it was part. just like. You know, a little ladder of pointing. So uh, he's even assisting on the points. Yeah. <laughs> he's even passing. He was the he, he was great. Tonight. He made he the was, extra yeah, point yeah, pass. The there, you go, there we go. <laughs> I knew you would find it eventually. Then, Mark, it took you a while though. Uh, I don't think I still found it. <laughs> <laughs> he was fantastic tonight. They had to play. Like it was one of those like he's out, like it was almost like a Curry thing. Like he's out of the game. When is he coming back in? Like they needed him. He was plus sixteen for a, plus eighteen, I think, for a while. Down to plus twelve, but he he. 
came back in the game when things were getting a little shaky again. It was like down to five, I think it was, or seven. Uh, he comes back in and he just keeps it steady. I think it's important for Steph to kind of be off the ball when he's got Dylan Brooks on him. Uh, and Chris Ball, 14 points, 12 assists, whatever it was, five rebounds, plus 12 at the end. Just played a fantastic game, and this is why they got him right here, and he was fantastic. Started his threes, too. You know, uh, I think at 17 of his last, like, 30-something. You know, that was early in the season, wasn't scoring. Not that he's, like, you know, going to burst score really ever. Like, I don't know when the first time he'll reach 20 this season. But 15 points on a four of seven shooting, three threes. Like, it is the assist to turnover that matters most for this team and what he does there. But, like, he's kind of got to score for them a little bit, too. And he's finally doing that. What's so odd about this game is Houston got 19 more shots. Like, you know, it's rebounds. Yeah, you know, you know where they won this game? It was like threes. They finally made threes. They had been getting outshot from three by basically everybody. They finally won the three-point battle, I think, plus eight. And free throws. Like, when do the Warriors win the free throw battle? So let me ask you guys. They hit 21 threes. They won the free throw battle, as you mentioned. You know, Clay has a nice game. Wiggins, you know, wasn't great, but, you know, he was okay enough. Chris Paul has this this brilliant game where he has to play 34 minutes. Steph Curry plays the entire fourth with, with a little desperation. And the Rockets played last night in, in L.A. And you know where I'm going with that. They, I shouldn't say escaped Houston because they did control the game. But it's like, you know, they're still like they're still playing the foul game late to like try to like get out of here with a win. Like, is that kind of concerning? I think so. I think you look at this game and it's like, eh. But, but I mean, Steve, Steve maybe kind of sense that people would think this should have been a blowout. He says it you have breaking break the streak, it, yeah. it has to be you ugly. It's gotta be it's gotta be grimy. But you know it's kind of the stat profile should tell you that they, this was like this a twenty point rest late in the yeah. fourth. To win to be plus twenty four from three and plus thirteen from the free throw line should be that that's you're chilling in the fourth. But that's just not what this team is. They they can't guard anybody. They gave up 35 points in the fourth quarter. That seems Wait, like a problem. See, they can't guard. Did you see the points in the paint? Well, 56 to 18. It's all that off. It's Shungun, you know, yeah. offensive I mean, the rebound. The were 9 of 23 in the paint. Yeah. That, like, they couldn't score a side against. We've it's not a great. Seen, yeah. like, we've seen this before. We have, shame, I mean, yeah. We've seen it against, like, shot blockers and, like, rim protectors. We haven't seen it against Shungun, like. Like that—that's not good. That they couldn't get manufactured points. Inside. I think they played better in the loss, you know, two nights ago. Like, I agree. Against a much better team. That you know, Wiggins was incredible that game. They were mostly played a good game. They just screwed it up at the end. Uh, and but, and what you're mostly said, like Chet Holmgren was awesome. Shea Gilgis Alexander was incredible yeah, yeah. in overtime. Like they got beat in that game. We got a vacuum cleaner coming very near us here. Uh, but you know what? You got to win. No, I mean, what Curry said, you just got to win a game. Like, at some point, you just got to figure out how to win a game. They figured out how to, w- how to win this one, not against a great team. But um, I think what they can take is Wiggins now has two straight games where he was fine. He was solid shooting ball. Four for four from the free throw line. Like, that's the real oh. Wiggins, you know. And he banked barometer. in a three. Banked in a three, then made <laughs> another one right after that. Like, I think he's, I mean, you can't say anything's forever, but I think he's going to be normal Wiggins. He will throw up a 26-point. Seven rebounds. Yeah, he'll throw up a 26-point in there. Like, you, for a while there, like, you couldn't, you can imagine how he's going to score 26 points in three games. And I can see him having one of those games now uh, every week, every, you know, every five games. And Clay, you know, those two things, if you had to say, as Kurt, and I was kind of thinking about that, he mentioned that before the game how 
their bench players have outscored the opponent's bench players in every game except for one, one of the Minnesota games. And like that doesn't, you know, listen, you mix up units. It doesn't mean like the second unit doesn't. But it is pretty amazing that a team that has Steph Curry playing like this with the first group, with the starters, and the starters are getting outplayed by that much because their second, their reserve players are playing so well and they're still losing games. It's Clay and it's Wiggins. You, they, they just this and whole like season. Looney's lack of scoring. Yeah, no if question. we're just talking about points, and Sarge close tonight, and I yeah. think we're going to see close. So I asked her about that, and he said, "Oh, it's really a possibility. Like they just need that space. Things happen again. It's different against Houston, but it just does look so much more fluid when Sarge is out there yeah, at the three point line defensively. No like, yeah, no I mean, he just Shangun just went inside every time. That's like I don't know. That's the, that's the trade off, right? Yeah. This Looney defense and. Especially tonight, no offense. You you know you missed a couple of layups inside, or you want a guy who can't defend and but he can stretch the floor. You got to figure with Draymond out there that'll you know that'll help. You, those two guys would probably not a bad pairing. And if they get GP two back as another defensive player, like I'm late, like they got defensive players coming back. They got to figure out how to way to get offensive players on the floor. Uh, and Sarge is one of those guys. That's also kind of where like Kaminga is like still a little bit in like neutral or you know he hasn't got the traction on the season that you 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 might have wanted to see from him because he has the individual defense when he's out there with especially with Wiggins like you feel like hey they got some you know wings that can defend but he's kind of had a choppy offensive season he'll have some nice nights but he clearly does some stuff out there they don't love and then also he doesn't stretch the floor like Sarge even though he actually hits his threes sometimes he'll take him I mean just the defense doesn't stretch for him by the way John John was in a great mood after the game my god she was Bopping around, asking how everything was. Uh, maybe he, maybe he's something happened. It's happening good to him. I, I don't know. He, it was a win, but he was in a fantastic. He sent out a tweet this morning about how like, isn't it great to be a warrior? I was like, yeah, you've been a good mood. He goes, oh, I'm in a great mood. We won, we won. So we'll see what that means. I would just say they have like. There's been a lot of uh, comments about like his approach this season has been much better you know like advanced from from year two to year three so that's part of it i mean maybe he's trying to show that uh he had that he had the he had an okay game but a weird end to his night where he got the the foul then he got mad and clapped and got a technical and then he had the foul on the inbound he gave like four straight free throws to houston got pulled yeah yeah, the, the, the technical was from he fouled before the inbound so it was like it was a rough series right there for for kaminga but he did hit like a really nice step back jumper like you can see the pieces there. I just dunk, feel like the donkey head down the baseline. Yeah. I just feel like in games where they play, heard after yeah, that one, know, right? I just feel like in games where they're playing against athletes, he's got to be, he's got to kind of like be the Warriors' answer to that. And the last couple of games, I thought he did, you know, three for seven. But you know, what's uh, his minute total tonight? Eighteen. Draymond Green's out. He's suspended for five games. Steve Kerr starts yeah. Jonathan Kaminga the first game. Draymond's out. Kind of. Continues to try to make statements like, you know, like this is this is the time to to utilize him more to get his season going. Yet we're three games into the Draymond suspension. He's playing 18 minutes. I mean, that's I mean, it's a Sarge thing, but it's like, I don't know. It's also like 18 minutes is better than sitting on the bench. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Zero. Moody played a little more Moody tonight. Played, yeah. yeah, and Moody I think played he's 21. very solid and he's kind of plays like a three, four. And so does Clay. So that, that might be taking minutes away from Kaminga Kerr. Has mentioned that he wants to play Moody more, but like you got a lot of guys in front of him, or a lot of guys that they want, they want a Wiggins and Clay to make sure they got the minutes to get themselves going. I think Moody's going to play. I mean, how many times have we talked yeah. about Moody in the road? I mean, but he is a very important player. He hits, can shoot the threes, dangerous from three. 
uh, and makes those little plays like that, a little offensive rebound. He follows it up, right? And there's just stuff he does, I think. He might be, you know, in, in this internal trying to figure out what the rotation is. And as Kerb talks about, he, they don't they don't know exactly what the rotation is going to be. We'll see when, you know, GP2 may be back the next game and Clint and Draymond in two more games. I can't yeah, even remember. Two more. He's, uh, it's going to be interesting, but. You know uh, where Moody's, in, in my opinion, at this point where Moody, a player Moody should play over when everyone is back is Pajemski. I know they like yeah. Pajemski. I know he had the nice, like, you know, a night where the uh, the ejection circus happened and he came in like 39 minutes that night. So we wrote about him. Uh, I mean, he's fine. I mean, he's not playing yeah, poorly, yeah. but I just mean, like, to me in the rotational pecking order when everybody's healthy, I don't know if you would agree, but I'd say I would have Moody above him. Probably because they do different stuff. Like, you can see Kerr wants playmaking. He wants – that's what he wants. Also, yeah, and five rebounds. Again, yeah, so. like he t- – yeah. Who? Pajemski. I mean, he's going to get rebounds. We know he's that. that third point guard. They don't have to play a point guard. Yeah. So, that's very, very important to them a lot of games. Maybe not so much this game. But he was playing in the fourth quarter tonight, and it wasn't even a great game. He's just – he does stuff. He but tips honestly, balls. when he was playing in the fourth quarter tonight, I was thinking, like, maybe Moody here. You know what I mean? He's talking about, like, yeah. trying to find these Moody minutes, and it's like, you know, maybe the third-year guy over the rookie. I don't know. I agree largely, but, like, it almost seems like Moody and Clay are very duplicative. So you, it's hard to have them both on the floor, if Clay, especially if Clay's not really that hitting, hitting the shot. Kind of two stationary players on offense. Uh, and Pajemski moves. Like, that's um, the, the ball moves. He moves. Um, you know, something he can hit a three. He hit one tonight. Um, I don't know. I, I agree what you're saying. It's just when Kerr starts talking about combinations, yeah. I think that's what he's saying. It's like, you can't really play Moody with this guy, but you can play Pajemski with this guy. You can't really. And, like, and that's why I think Sarich. He fits with a lot of different people. He fits a power forward when you're playing him with, you know, with with uh, TJD. Like there's like uh, you can see where guys are winning minutes just because they do other stuff. And Moody does some things, and I, I'm the one praising him here, but I understand he and Clay gets a little bit like you don't want them both on the court at the same time a lot of times. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son Evan continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. Yeah, and that's in some ways where the kind of the awkwardness has has you know, materialized this season was with Clay's deep shooting struggles and Moody every time they put him in looking pretty good. Like they're not gonna bench Clay Thompson for Moses Moody, but that has felt where like I don't know, like a rotational not change, but maybe a little seesaw tilt of minutes could go. What are your thoughts on the entire system? Yeah, I'm with you. You just gotta play Moody. Uh his size is good. I I know I'm probably on the outside on this one, but I think Chris Paul's showing he should be starting and give Pajemski the second unit. Like, I like that. So what's your starting lineup if everyone's healthy? I'd probably swap out this lineup and I'd swap out Looney for Draymond. 
So you're just going, you're going with like the full small ball. Get, get the movement together. Get, you know, be organized to start the game. That's their word. Organized is, well, a, is the key word. Mr. Organized. That's the guy. Yeah. See all the little stuff he was doing tonight, like the when he got the re, you know, he chased down the rebound and took the foul and the bonus, obviously. But I, the one I saw was uh, Sangoon hits a layup with like two forty left, oh, nice. and the yeah. ball kind of yeah. bounces, and he's just going, he's talking to people, he's doing this, six and you're looking seconds. at the clock. Six yeah, seconds. it was at least six yeah. seconds. The ball that he hadn't picked up the ball, and you know what he's doing, and it's like That's you know the Jokic. because That's yeah. the Jokic. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I yeah. To me, Pajemski. Like he to me, he's shown like you can give him that unit, and the like we've talked about Chris Paul being good for Jonathan Kaminga since the trade happened. But you know who Chris Paul is good for? Clay Thompson. Let's say everybody. <laughs> he's good for Steph Curry, and to me, that's the most that's the most value of that. Uh, if Wiggins is fine and Clay's making shots, then you can kind of you know compensate for it. I mean, obviously, defensively is the question, but. Like to me, that I say give Pajemski that point guard. So, that you, so your guard. second unit is Pajemski, Moody, Kaminga, yeah, Sarich, Jackson Davis. Go really yeah, young. I mean, that's an interesting. I mean, I, I see hey, if it worked, it'd be great for them if they could give Pajemski the second unit and put keep, Clay in there with him. Like, Clay's in Clay there a little bit. Yeah, Clay's in there a little bit. Or little they could do bit. you could do like what they did the fourth quarter. They just have Steph play the whole yeah, freaking exactly, thing. Yeah. Uh, hey, I if they could get away with that starting lineup that would be really fit a lot of things for them. But I don't know that they can do that. They won a quarter. Like they got, they, they won the first quarter. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I get it, but to me that solves the moody problem. And now you got guys on the court who play well. Like to me, it, it just solves that problem. Instead of having Pajemski, like Chris Paul's a starter, man. Like he got, like when, when you <laughs> asked him about the 32 minutes and he was like, yo, could you play? Or yeah. it was a 20, 20. Could you play 34? He's like, yes, he wants to, like, he's ready to play. Yeah, I mean, he's been funny all year on, like, you know, when you circle back on the whole bench thing and you're like, it's a, I don't know, just politically sometimes you expect, like, yeah, like, you know, embracing the role. It's more of been like, eh, you know, getting used to it still. It's like, vocal, like yeah. it's like somebody vocalizing what Andre Iguodala didn't vocalize the last time, right? Where it's like, man, I'm doing this, but I ain't well, really like it. That's the closing unit, right? Yeah. That's, I mean, Sarich. I don't know if he plays Sarich, you know, over who, but Sarich at some point I think is going to close some games. I don't think Looney's going to be closing many games, but um, the truth is though on the Paul thing, as you like, he shouldn't be playing thirty-four minutes most likely. Not because you know I don't think the combinations work. Because they need him healthy in June. You know, yeah. June is maybe too strong right now with this team. But <laughs> mid April, they need him healthy in mid April. They might need him more. They might need him to get there, yeah, which is yeah. the they problem. Round one against yeah. Phoenix or whoever they're going to be playing. No, I mean, I think June was strong. June was really strong. They need to get out of the play in right now. Yeah. Like, first, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, right, but right. I could see 30 minutes, right? I mean, 30 minutes maybe could be a compromise. Not 28, not 34. Who wants to play the role of Rick Celebrini yeah, in this conversation? Very interesting. He's just concerned about his son going to be the number one overall pick. I don't think he's concerned. I think he's feeling real good. But it's a push and pull. That's the closing group. It is going to be interesting when Draymond comes in and, and GP2. And it like, always they, is. Yeah, they're just going to be – they're going to get stuck sometimes well, and you, the guys are not going to be playing. Pajemski well, might not play for a couple of games. You know, that's going to happen with some guys. Steve they think mentioned pretty – you know, he said there's going to – because he want, he said 12 legit rotation guys. He's adding Pajemski and Trace Jackson Davis into that. 
And he said they got to get like eventually they need to be a nine to ten, yeah. even when everybody's healthy. And he said there's going to be some unhappy people about that. That's probably the worst. Still thing. got GP two. It's just amazing that, that if you count to twelve, it doesn't count Corey Joseph. I thought for sure Steve would have to include Corey. He did not include Corey Joseph. He's out of the Steve Kerr main twelve, uh, as many fans would say deservedly. So they got some good players. Like that is a as a curse. That is a good problem to have, but. They got some interest. You know, the pro- problem is they don't really have two way guys. You know, coming off the bench, They've they got, got a lot one of way choices that way. Yeah, they right? got one Do way on defense yeah. or offense right yep. now. Yep. And it's strictly de- like GP two strictly defense. And Pajemski right now maybe strictly move the ball offense. A little, not terrible defense, but not great. Sorry, like, just strictly offense. Just off, yeah, they got it's just offense defense, offense defense. Is, I, I was trying to get to Kerr like. That's you got to mix that. Right? You got to figure out how to mix the offense with the defense, and you can't do that with just five bench players. It's a very interesting situation. We'll be chronicling it, I'm sure, very in detail. But um, it, all, it it it's Wiggins and it's Clay. I just keep going. It's Wiggins and it's Clay. And then Wiggins and Clay play well, then the, the Warriors are going to be a pretty good team. If they don't play well, they are not going to be very good. Did you guys enjoy uh, Chris Paul? Or were you with Chris Paul on his like uh, quarterback metaphors post game, where he was Peyton Manning, he was Tom Brady, you know, who was Clay? Like Marvin Harrison and Steph's Reggie Wayne or, you know. But he was really going deep into, like, the football. Who's, and the, who's better, Marvin Harrison or Reggie Wayne? Marvin Harrison. Right? He just called Marvin Harrison. He was just naming uh, To be like, honest with you, Clay. There, were, there were years where, Re- no, there were years where Reggie, Reggie Wayne was the, was the number one. Okay. Marvin Harrison Jr.? How Marvin about that? Harrison, yeah, I said Marvin Harrison's got a better son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that sight unseen of anything with Reggie, any Reggie Wayne progeny. But uh, no, Paul is he's into this. He's figuring it out. He's talking about figuring it out. Talked about a practice they had, which I don't barely remember what practice that would have been, where they talked about some things. Uh, I think he's really locked into Clay. That he keeps bringing Clay up. I asked Clay about this. He didn't have much of an answer, but they Clay's got, whole press conference was pretty he funny. Was a little subdued, <laughs> uh, but. I think there's a competitive connection those two guys have. They guarded each other largely, um, and I think he wants to get Clay going. I think he just feels like I can get Clay going. He's the kind of guy I can get going, and uh, we shall see if it happens. I, I mean, it's he's the best shot for Clay to get going. I think is to be with Steph and have Chris Paul getting. They're both running off stuff, and and have Chris Paul getting the ball. And tonight it worked pretty well. And then Clay, you like pivot that question to Clay, and it's just like I watched the Redeem Team documentary last night, and it was fun to watch Chris Paul as a young guy get hazed. Like, okay, random. And I'm like, you, we, you're watching the Redeem Team documentary. Like, why last night? I don't know. I guess we all just surf Netflix late at night. But uh, anyway, I'm going back through billions right now, so that's how that's how dry it is. I'm, I'm struggling. I just, uh, I just the, finished Foundation. That's all I gotta say. It was not that. The question, obviously, with my lineup is the defense. But one of the things I'm you're seeing, because you have Chris Paul in the lineup, like Steph is having to play some defense. Like they're like he's on yeah. more capable guys, more because Chris Paul's getting the guy that Steph usually would have been hitting on. So I mean, obviously, Dylan Brooks tonight was trying to do his thing against Steph, which is funny because he didn't have as much success. The late post up, po- it was like I'm like. Listen, Emay is obviously a good coach. Your offense can't be posting Dylan Brooks every time. Like, is that really your in game? You know who should get more shots on? Jabari Smith should get more shots yes, on this team. He's good. Like, he's pretty good. 
uh, little pull up too, you know, the little mini Durant stuff. You don't want to know what they're, in my opinion, their problem is right now. It's Jalen Green. Uh, well, you know, play, he like he barely played in the fourth quarter. Well, I don't so, think he well the fourth but you know, look, he plays 23 minutes because how many shots he gets? 15. Yeah. That's second on the team, and he only played 23 minutes. He's minus 13, yeah. by the way. Uh, so I don't know. Clay I mean, was getting that's... a lot of those shots. I was like, who was guarding Clay? I'm trying to figure out. Oh, it was Jalen Green. Like he gets caught on picks. He, he loses track of his guy. Not not a good yeah, Not an kind of playing play, Aaron yeah, Holiday yeah, yeah. twenty eight. And minutes. played nice. Who played really nice yeah. and pissed off uh, pissed off Chris Paul too. Uh, right before Chris had that little flurry, you can tell like he picked him up at ninety four feet, kind of poked at the ball. He did not like it. He immediately like goes right to the rim, scores, shoots a three, scores. You can tell. I was gonna ask somebody. I didn't. I forgot to like. These Warriors guys have been against Chris Paul when he's been pissed off. What's it like when you see him get pissed off at the opponent and he's on your team? You know, we still haven't had yet the, the Chris Paul and Draymond pissed off at the same <laughs> time, but on the same side. Still haven't had Tune that Tune in to next Friday's yeah. play-in game in Sacramento. Tuesday oh, night. He's missing. In, in season in tournament. Season, oh, sorry, in season tournament. <laughs> Friday night was it next Friday's play in season tournament? So Friday is in season tournament here against San Antonio. Tuesdays in Sacramento. Sacramento. No, they won't be. I think if they went out, they actually you know it's two games. They would have to win both games, but I think they got a good shot because either Minnesota loses, uh, you know, one of their two games, which is they're playing the Kings Friday night, uh, and then they got the Thunder. That's a losable game, obviously. Uh, they would be right out for the one. And then the other thing is there's two wild cards per per conference, I believe. Um, and Steph Curry automatically yeah, get one. Can card. we get Steph out here to explain? <laughs> he can like explain. All these tiebreakers, right, for the wild card. Yeah. We know what the tiebreaker is. Who's got the biggest he's draw? 3-0. Who's three yeah. yeah. uh, zero? Is LeBron like, in the mix? Can Steph do it? All right, there we go. We got our wild card. He's done enough work for them to get a wild card in that in, in season tournament. This, let's send Slater to Vegas. That's the that's the uh, whole oh, man. Send Slater oh, to Vegas. You know, cause, yeah, the other options are they're gonna like remake the schedule. Like, get, give they're gonna get like I believe two games from this. Unless, and, unless they play in Vegas, right? Unless, yeah. so I'm saying if they don't get to the actual in season tournament, like Elite Eight or whatever you want to call it, uh, I've heard they're either going to Oklahoma City, Minnesota, or like New Orleans. So. I hope Minnesota just because of what happened last time. Like, if they're going to do it, let's get real spicy. But if they don't go, Minnesota's probably in there, right? Yeah, that's the truth. Minnesota's in, and then it's probably in Oklahoma City. So, what are we? Because Steph Curry uh, audio here, or just explaining the in season tournament? My goodness. Most, most Take I've us heard. to another subject, Tim. What, what, what fascinates you about uh, what's going on for the six and seven? I will I Golden State, or seven and about this. Like, you, you can't rationalize. The lo- I mean, losing streak's terrible. It was at home, it was even worse. But they did play really good teams. Like, they didn't lose to a crappy team. You know, lose to Denver, you lose to Oklahoma City twice, you lose to Minnesota twice, and who else was in there? Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, those are good teams kind of built to be tough for the Warriors, good defenses. This is not like, I get it. They're going to be real, you know, get most of their wins against bad teams. That's not great, but they did not lose to a bad team through this. They haven't lost to a bad team in the whole season that I can recall. They basically played, you know, played well a few times against good teams and won. They've lost to good teams and they've beat bad teams. And they haven't had that many bad. Like Houston twice yeah. and I'm trying to think who else was a bad team. Um, but the, so this, the schedule will open up. There's going to be a time when they're not playing all these good teams. Well, that's what's crazy. So you can't, I'm, I'm not saying it's good. Again, these are home games. Yeah. But they didn't, it's not like they've been crapping out against bad teams. I agree, but I would say the, the, the flip side of that is like they, like in this stretch, they just haven't looked like a good team. Like, 
It looks like, oh, you play the Thunder, like, you got problems no, against the Thunder. No, no, you play thing. Minnesota, yeah, like, you thing. got problems. That is a bad thing. I think yeah. they're worse than Oklahoma City. I think that, I mean, they are worse than Oklahoma I mean, even with Draymond out, yeah. I don't know how they're going to, that's going to be really rough if they end up with them in a series. I don't know that they really uh, can. By the way, I would yeah. love that yeah, series. I think we'd all, like, just from the history perspective and seeing an up-and-coming Thunder team. And I, Chet Holmgren might average 40 in that And by series. the way, that arena is going to be going nuts back again. Nuts. Nuts. <laughs> Can you imagine though, if that is a series and everybody's like, "Man, the Warriors in trouble, Thunder, Thunder," and then Clay goes off again. <laughs> I don't think they would the survive. The funny thing is, I was they talking. Be scared of it. They'd be scared of the funny thing survive. is, I was talking to Thunder people during their little two-game series here recently, and you know they're coming in like you know, kind of asking about the team a little bit, and like each time, like Clay struggles mentioning up. They're like, "Not tonight, though." Yeah. Like he's, I know he's busting out of it tonight. I know he is. And that first three hits in a game six in Oklahoma City. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, they that. that crowd. Oh, my I don't God. Think, I don't think Oklahoma City would be able to handle another crushing loss to the Warriors like that. I, I, I don't it, know you know I what? It, the reason why I would like it as a first-round series is because it would feel like in a different way what the Kings series felt like last yeah. year and why it was so good. The yeah. theater of it was yeah. like – you know, it was the history of it, but it was just like this young up and coming team that's like, no, not them, not them, and that it would feel that way in Oklahoma City. But we're a long way from that at this point. Four, five, first round. At this point, and we're talking yeah. looking more like two seven yeah, with the Thunder with home court. Although, by the way, that was last year. Minnesota series. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. there's some interesting things going on here, but. Uh, I just think, I mean, you're right. It's the tough, ma- they, they don't look good against good teams, but again, they didn't crap out. They didn't go, okay, we're going to lose to, you know, whatever bad team that we can name. Not, not many bad teams in the West, by the way, but um, that that's something they can bring back. But it, you're right. It is not a great sign that they're losing. They're not, they're over their heads against good teams. You know, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how they play on the road. Like they might just be a better road team this year. Like let's like kind of rally the troops, get focused, and play better on the road. You know, starting uh, Wednesday in Phoenix. Yeah, we when this season started, if you look at the West, you were like, who's better than the Warriors? I think we might have even talked about that. It's like Denver, you know, Lakers based on Phoenix, last season. If they're Phoenix, healthy. right? You know, <laughs> there's a few more teams <laughs> you're throwing in there now, right? It's like, and I don't know how they feel about it, right? But that stuff kind of creeps in. It's like, uh-oh, we played them. They gave us problems. That's why what happens on the road, I think it's going to matter a lot. But, I mean, they got handled by Minnesota. That's not... Yeah, it just feels like more than in past years, you're just, like, watching those those Minnesota and the Thunder games, and it's just... If you feel the age gap in... You, it used to be like, man, this experience is winning out over this too young of a group. Now, now it feels, you know, like Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, this is a prime Carl Anthony Towns. Edwards is getting older. Art, you know, the, I don't know. You you can feel the age on the Warriors a little bit more. You can feel those teams have more options on the Warriors. Like, yeah. you know, SGA and Holmgren and Jalen Williams. The SGA yeah. overtime was yeah. like, oh, yeah. I mean, and then Minnesota's got Edwards and Cat. You know, maybe not that many other than that, but like, you just kind of like the Warriors don't have that. They got Steph who can go with anybody, but then if if like Clay and Wiggins, right? I mean, they're just not going at that speed that we saw the Thunder and, and the Timberwolves for sure have. Um, and then we're not, you know, then you still got the Nuggets, you still got the Lakers, you still got whoever else. It's going to be, you know, they set themselves up for it. Like, 
If they had been, if they were eleven and three right now, it would be an entirely different story. But they didn't do that. They're they, what are they seven and eight now? Seven and eight. I mean, you know, win some road games, and then we'll start talking about where they are fit in the playoffs. But um, this was not a good homestand. <laughs> this was about as bad as you can have a homestand. Good One day. and five. Uh, yeah. Um, Joe Lake is making some frowny faces uh, in the first row for much of it. I'll put it that way. Oh man, you should have said I overtime during the Thunder. He was just. Going through, so going through it. <laughs> going through it. I will say this is a home court that like kind of buzzes, you know, uh, bugs Steph's free throw. That that was bizarre. The pay announcers starting his announcement as Steph is about to release a technical free throw, and Steph misses. Steph took the high row when I asked him about it. I said, "Oh no, I was going to miss it anyway." But that he wasn't great. Compared himself to his son, blaming blaming others yep. when he's in trouble. <laughs> Uh, very high road. Steph was taking the high road there. Many people would have said, "What the hell was that guy doing?" But there's Steph Curry for you. Steph ain't trying to cost people their jobs. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> right. Uh, Y'all uh, got Thanksgiving plans? Um, I'm in Seattle, from watching the Four ers play the Seattle Seahawks. Black Friday, trying, Dolphins, Jets. Out there, I was like, man, maybe I should go. It's in Seattle. What? T- that's like the night 5:30. game. Five fifteen. Going up to book for Philly. So. If you were going to Seattle, and I wouldn't have gone. Like, that'd be fine by me, but I'm, I'm going. Black Friday, Dolphins, Jets. Tim Boyle. Yes, <laughs> first. <laughs> you got to bring out the best, the best against the Dolphins. You can't bring oh, Fangio versus Tim Boyle. Slayer, I predict it's going to be pretty, two Jets games going. It's going to be pretty good for you there. I think you're going to be feeling good about those fine. Dolphins. Be eight and three. They got the Raiders this week. You got right, the player that the entire city of Kansas City is feeling do you think they about do you think they could have used them tonight <laughs> oh, my God. oh man oh my God. uh okay yeah all right i think we're good as huh? always we devolve into miami dolphins or oklahoma state or something you know, it's late yeah. it's late season guardians football. The guardians talk steven vote is the manager can i get some steven vote thoughts <laughs> no there we go uh, all right. Well, we will talk to you, I would say, probably Friday after this. Uh, when Banyama's in here Friday night for an in season tournament. I'll be there, but go ahead. You know, all 82? I know all 82. Probably. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, all right. Cool. Talk to you later. Let's-